Welcome into this next episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Anano, and in this episode, I will be doing a Milwaukee Brewers offseason preview. I know that we are in the early stages of winter, and the new next MLB season won't be coming until a few months into 2021, but I do want to talk about uh, some of the free agents the Brewers have coming up and uh, also some trade uh, possibilities for them, including one player that's been uh, rumored uh, in the past to be traded. So without further ado, I do want to start with the Josh Hader uh, rumors as far as there hasn't been anything that's said in stone that they're shopping him or anything, but there's been chatter about it. It's been last season where they talked. He was ultimately staying with the team, and he stayed with the team. But uh, there's been talk of it, and Hader's a player if – they do decide to trade him. They can get a lot in a trade for him. And their offense last year, there's no two ways about it. It wasn't very productive. I mean, it showed flashes here and there. Like it have a few games where it scored double-digit runs or have a big game. But uh, it wasn't consistent. And there was a lot of times where the opposing team would score a few runs in the early innings. And although they they think and they always want to believe they can come back, it seemed at the rate that their offense was going kind of insurmountable. So uh, it really put a lot of pressure on their pitching staff, and their pitching staff kind of needed to be near perfect. And if they give up anything, it would seem like a lot of runs, like a three-run deficit would be – it would be a three-run deficit, but – with the way their offense was going, it would seem like a six-run deficit. So there's a lot of inconsistency from the offense, and they do have a lot of capable players. I mean, they have Christian Yelich, who formerly won an MVP and is a really good player in his own right, Keston Hira, and a, a whole lot of other players, too, on their offense that is very productive. They're going to get Lorenzo Cain back, as he opted out last year due, due to COVID. Obviously, Yil Garcia is a good player and very productive offensive player. So they should have... Uh, general uptick in offense as far as last year was a COVID season where they had a 60-game season and it messed with a lot of the players' averages. And typically in a 162-game season, everything kind of evens out and, and kind of the law of averages works out in their favor. But in a 60-game season, it's not as much uh, where that's the case. And even really good elite hitters, uh, consistent elite hitters like Christian Yelich have a down year and uh, in reality, they're still a really good player. It's just they had a tough year. And uh, in a 60-game season, the the numbers, if you really have a tough year, then it really kind of shows you even more so at a tough year. So they'll probably get improvements uh, from the offense as far as the players that they have coming back and everything. But still, they need to improve a few other spots on their offense. I mean, third base has been a question mark. First base is kind of a question mark, too. I'm not sure what they're going to do at the catching position. They acquired Omar Narvaez, and he kind of had a tough year. Now you have to consider the COVID season and everything that went into that. And maybe in a 162-game season, he does a lot better offensively. So there's a lot of questions, but if they move Hayter, they can get a lot back and improve other areas of the team, but also have a really good bullpen like they'll still have Devin Williams coming back the rookie of the year and a few other really good bullpen arms they've always in the past had a pretty good bullpen for the most part and they can also keep their really good starting rotation I mean for the most part a lot of their starters in the rotation Brandon Woodruff Corbin Burns uh, other names uh, 
are, are really good uh, starters. There's a few question marks when you get later into the rotation as far as four or five starters, and there might be need to be improvement there. But uh, there's other teams, too, that, that can say that about themselves and probably still feel good about their chances as far as if there's other areas on their team that is very good and feels like uh, they can uh, win uh, no, no matter the case. So I'm not saying, again, trade Hater. I would like to keep Hater. Like, he has years on his contract where you can keep him, and it's a very reasonable rate. And when he's healthy and he, when he's a right pitcher and when he's on his game, he can be one of the best relievers in the game. I mean, he's a great reliever. He's been on all-star teams. I would like to keep him because when you get into the – Later stages of the game, if you have a lead, Hader, Devin Williams, some other pitchers too, can really shorten a game by just going at opposing teams' hitters and really making life on them really hard and, and tough. And it can really kind of, as I mentioned, shorten a game. But like I said, it's kind of a tough balance because – Earlier in this episode of my podcast, they talked about the limited resources that the Brewers have and how they need to make the most out of those resources and really maximize those resources because they're not like a big market team where the the, the New York Yankees or the New York Mets or the Boston Red Sox where they have unlimited amounts of money to spend. And that's one thing with baseball is there's not really a salary cap, so... Other teams can kind of, if you're a big market team, really maximize that, whereas the Milwaukee Brewers of the world and the smaller markets have to even more so use their money wisely uh, when they spend it in the offseason. So it's an interesting question to ask. And if I had one way or the other, whether they should trade Hater, I would probably keep Hater because I think that, He's a really good pitcher. Like, yeah, he has a few games. Like last year, I had a few games where he got scored on a, a lot, and it, and it cost the Brewers the game. And uh, there'd be times where he would come into the game and his command wasn't right, and he'd walk a lot of hitters, and then that leads to trouble anytime you're walking uh, baseball players as far as offensively. So I could see them moving on from him. I mean, they do have a general manager, a uh, new general manager as far as he's been in the organization, Matt Arnold, but now he's the general manager as that news came out a little while ago uh, as far as within the last week or so. So he's going to be there. And then David Stearns is the president of baseball operations uh, as far as that goes. So we'll see if there's a little change in style as far as the GM goes, but I, I wouldn't imagine so because they're still both Stearns and Arnold are within the same organization and the Brewers are the Brewers. They're a small market team. So it, I wouldn't expect it to be a dramatic change, if any change. So we'll have to see uh, a lot of kind of things to work through with that, but it'll be interesting to see how they uh, go about their business in the off season. And this off season, even more so than other off seasons should be even slower uh, from that aspect of things because of COVID and, uh, the fanless games that we had last season, and uh, that really affects uh, how things are. And lost money due to ticket sales and and TV 
money that they make through doing TV stuff with their contracts for their respective teams and a whole bunch of other things that go into it. So that will come into play too, as far as that goes. And uh, really it's, it's an interesting uh, question as far as the Josh Hader uh, stuff and whether or not they should uh, move on from him or not. I mean, David Stearns has alluded to the fact and I'm paraphrasing here, but the base basically has come out as part of, the Brewers and, and the team and said, I'm paraphrasing again, I have no intention on trading Hater. Like, we want to keep him. And I fully agree with that. But I would understand if they got an offer where they couldn't pass it up and they decided to, to let him go. I mean, he's a really good reliever, but they've also tried this past several years, the teams that haters been on, and I'm not saying haters, the reason they lost, cause it's a, a team game, but they've tried the last seasons with hater on it and to trying with the quest for the world series and winning the world series. And they got close with the Dodgers series a few years ago in the NLCS in game seven, but they never won the world series. So we'll see what happens, but I'm just saying with hater on the team, they didn't win the world series. And I know that there's a whole lot of factors as far as other teams that were better and it's a team game, but I'm just trying to also say that too. So it'll be interesting, but uh, moving on, I do want to talk about the Brewers notable free agents that they have. And uh, that will be coming up after this short audio break. So stay tuned for that. Moving ahead, and in another edition of Big A Sports Show, I'm your host, Anna Van Handel, and talking about the Milwaukee Brewers offseason preview. In the first portion of this episode, I talked about kind of the trade possibilities for the Brewers as far as the offseason. I brought up Josh Hader's name and whether or not they should trade him. Again, I'll just say, for being on the record, I don't want to trade Hater. I really don't. I want to keep him on the Brewers. He's one of the best relievers when he's healthy and he's on his game. So hopefully they keep him. But they also have to maximize what they have as far as not being a big market and they need to be smart about it. And if trading him means improving other areas of their roster, then maybe they do that and still be pretty solid in the bullpen too with players like Devin Williams coming back as well. So moving to the notable free agents in this uh, list of the main free agents, there's others too, uh, but these are the main ones, uh, comes from Sport Track. And the, some of the names on it are Ryan Braun, Brett Anderson, Eric Sogard, Jed Jerko, Ryan Healy, Shelby Miller, and Keon Broxton. So I'm unsure as to how much money they will have uh, for spending this offseason. They should have some, but it won't be as much as maybe if they had a regular season and we didn't have COVID. And the fanless COVID season definitely impacts things as far as, like I mentioned earlier, the lack of money for all the teams uh, from this past season with no fans and uh, the lack of ticket sales because of that and then the TV revenue and uh, all the other factors that go into a team's uh, overall revenue. And then... Uh, Another way, like I mentioned, is them to get involved in trade uh, possibilities too. But as far as some of their free agents and my thoughts as, as to them, Ryan Braun, I mean, he's been a brewer for his whole career and 
I would like to keep him around. Now, a lot of this with Ryan Braun comes down to the DH, the designated hitter. And that was around this season because of COVID, but I'm not sure if it's going to be around next season. There's a lot of purists out there that want to go back to the where there's no uh, DH in the National League. But uh, there's also some uh, people who want the DH. And uh, I heard like yesterday from the Mets, uh, or GM, I believe, uh, he's their GM or he's, he's higher up in their organization. Sandy Alderson basically alluded to the fact that, and I'm paraphrasing here, but like pitchers, it's hard enough for the pitchers to hit. You might as well have a DH. But again, that does take away kind of the strategy of the game and everything. So if there is a DH, I could see Braun coming back and uh, having another year with the Brewers. But who knows? He might want to retire. Or he might want to join a team. I could see him going to like a California team. He's from LA and maybe going to the Dodgers or the Padres or somebody like that. So we'll see on Braun. The next free agent is Brett Anderson. He was a pretty solid starter for the Brewers. He wasn't amazing, but he, he was serviceable. And uh, he definitely did his job more times than that when he uh, started for the Brewers. But uh, I'm not sure how much he's going to command as far as a contract. Probably not a, a ton. But uh, it'll be interesting to see if the Brewers want to re-sign him as far as that goes. Otherwise, he might go to another team. And then, like, Eric Sogard, Jed Jerko, Ryan Healy, Keon Broxton. Those are role players on a, on a major league team. And uh, they're definitely not, like, anything, like, where you have to have to keep them. Like... They're, they're solid players, and, and they know their role, but they're kind of the players that are kind of inter- interchangeable from off-season to off-season. And uh, with this list of free agents, they could also try and find other avenues to, to spend their money and uh, acquire players that were on other teams this past off-season and come to the Brewers and uh, hopefully do really well for the Brewers. So... The Brewers definitely, definitely try and take the bargain bin approach. I guess you could say get a player on a reasonable contract and hope that they pan out. So we'll see if that's going to happen again. I would assume so because that they're still the Brewers and they're still a small market. So it'll be interesting. And then the last free agent on that list, Shelby Miller. Uh, I wouldn't imagine that he would be high on their priority list to keep, but. He might be a player that you signed a minor league contract. And uh, he's a player that when he's healthy, I mean, years ago for the Cardinals, when he was coming up, he was really good. And then he kind of got hurt a little bit. And uh, that kind of derailed things after that. And it's been tough for him. So that's unfortunate and everything for him. But we'll see what happens. He can be a kind of a swing guy, a, a pitcher that can start games and also come in out of the bullpen too as far as a long uh, reliever so we'll see if they keep him around uh, but he's kind of been in and out of their uh, team as far as he's been designated for assignment I believe in the past and he's been able to come back on the team or or uh, kind of that situation so it'll be interesting to see if he still wants to be on the Brewers I mean they've been kind of back and forth on him uh, as well so that's kind of a look at their free agents. And then 
I do want to wrap up just making this last comment as far as the trades. And for example, the Brewers have a really good pitching surplus, so they could trade some of their pitching. Not, I wouldn't say Brandon, you're not going to trade Brandon Woodruff. He's one of the best pitchers in the game or Corbin Burns, but other pitchers that you could trade and uh, try and improve the offense and still improve your offense, but also keep your pitching very solid. So It'll be interesting to see what they do. And again, I would like to keep Hader. He's another pitcher that I'd like to keep. But it's a whole bunch of questions that will be answered this offseason by the Brewers. And it should be also a interesting offseason for other teams. There's some notable free agents like JT Real Muto and George Springer, to name a few of, of many. And uh, they'll definitely probably, I would imagine, go to the bigger markets like the New York Mets of the world and, and teams like that. So... I did want to uh, do this Milwaukee Brewers offseason preview and kind of uh, break down uh, what free agents that they have and then kind of also an overview of what other, what other ways they can improve uh, their roster. As the Brewers did a nice job making the playoffs, and I understand some people are like, well, it, they were under 500. And, yeah, I get that, but they still made the playoffs. Like, they did enough to make the playoffs, and they – won enough games to get them into the playoffs. And yeah, it was a expanded playoffs. And I understand that, but what if they lost some of those tight games that they came out on top, then they want to make the playoffs. So at least they made the playoffs. Yeah. They got bounced in round one by the Dodgers who went on to win the world series and were way better than them. I think we can all agree on that. Uh, the Brewers did all they could, but the Dodgers were just way better than them. So, uh, It'll be interesting to see what they do this offseason and kind of how they build. Uh, they definitely have a, a lot of good things in place, but just need to build off that a little bit more to, to improve their roster even more. So that'll about do it, though, for another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. And thank you all for listening to all my episodes so far. If you missed any, go back in the episode log archive and listen to them back. This episode, I hope that you've enjoyed and all my future episodes. Uh, and if you want to... Subscribe to the show. You can subscribe to the show. Uh, that way you get alerts uh, whenever I post my episodes. But if you want to keep doing it the way you've been doing it, then you can do that too. Uh, I'm always looking for as many consistent listeners as possible. The listening support so far has been great. I look forward, forward to get even better. Uh, so thank you again for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all again very, very soon. Have a great rest of your day.